This is the Horse Radio Network. Well, before we get the show started, Horse Radio Network for the first time has a wide selection of Horse Radio Network merchandise available for the holidays. Hats, saddle pads, masks, clothing, mugs, and so much more, either screen printed or embroidered. Get your orders in now for you or your HRN listening friends. Visit horseradionetwork.com and click on the banner on the homepage today. Happy holidays, everybody. Somehow, we've survived this very bizarre and stressful year. To celebrate, we're sharing our favorite gift ideas for the holiday season. Also this week, we're sharing our top no-stirrup exercises to get those legs burning. Thanks for tuning in. From Heels Down Mag, a podcast where horse pros chat about what's happening in the horse world over drinks. Welcome Welcome to Happy Happy Hour. Hour. I'm Justine Griffin. I'm Jessica Payne. And I'm Ellie Wozniaka. Welcome to episode 79 of Heels Down Happy Hour. Hey, guys. Hey, how's it going? Not bad. 79, guys. I can't believe we're that far in. I know. How do you feel, Ellie? As you're no longer really the new kid on the show, huh? I, I still feel like the new kid. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've been here less time than you guys have, so that qualifies. But I still feel I we've been I've been here almost a year. Over a year. I know. Yeah, wow. you cannot feel like the new kid. I guess technically you'll stop being the new kid once we can all go back to Kentucky again and do a live show. That's yes. sort of the last thing you got to do, you know? Yeah. Well, I still haven't met you guys in person. I know. That's crazy okay. to think about. That's the craziest thing to think about because that's totally not what it feels like. I know. I know we spend <laughs> so much time talking to each other, right? Like when you said that, I was like, really? Are you sure? <laughs> like, <laughs> probably not lying. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm friends with your mom and it's crazy. I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> how could we not have met ellie in real life <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my mom oh. well this episode is brought to you by ego gold the ego gold flip half pad in mat is vegan and elegant ego gold's new flip half pad mat has the classic look with the superior support and impact protection that your horse's back needs it's non-slip and shimmable for a perfect fit on every horse. Plus it's reversible. So it's like getting two pads in one for the price of one, actually go check out the new flip half pad at egagold.ca. Elia, I hear you have an interesting drink for us this week. So I do, I have something a little exciting. It's called a mistletoe shot. So you run a lime wedge around the rim of a shot glass and then dip the shot glass into uh, red sanding sugar. So then you bring water to a boil in a medium saucepan. And once it's bubbling, you know, you make your uh, lime jello. Uh, you turn off the heat, you pour in vodka or tequila, whichever one. I'm more of a tequila fan, but to each their own. Uh, and then you mix it thoroughly. Then you're going to pour into a large measuring cup, a small pitcher, or, you know, another glass that you can pour into the shot glasses. I can never pour a saucepan into a small shot glass, but then you're going to pour the jello mixture into each glass. You place them in the refrigerator uh, until, you know, they're jello set, but it's like two hours usually. And then you garnish with whipped cream, mint leaves, and red hot candies. Oh, wow. This is a very holiday inspired drink, huh? 
It's a very yes. holiday drink. It's interesting to me that you can do vodka or tequila. Tequila seems like the wild card here. I mean, yeah, because I feel like it's either vodka or gin. Yeah, yeah. It's not really like that two different for a jello type thing, you know. But yeah, well, jello they do tequila jello shots, so somebody will have to try this and then let me know how it is. Yeah. So fun fact: I've never like I've made jello shots like my whole life. But never actually with alcohol. I always just Your put whole life. Jello. What? Yeah, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Wait, like, let's back it up a second. <laughs> I didn't... Hold on. I still can't even wrap my head around this. I didn't <laughs> even know people did jello shots without alcohol. Why? Like, I didn't know that was a thing. So yeah, I, why? Okay, so you just yeah. ate jello? <laughs> I ate jello out of little plastic shot glasses. It was the perfect bite size amount. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. So this like, is one, like news to me because like, I wow. mean, obviously when I was a kid, right, we, we did it on the like cookie cutouts and then you make like the jello jigglers, you know, that are shaped like teddy bears and stuff like that. But nope. then my mom and I were never like, did that. Nope. What? Either. Nope. <laughs> Who Jello's are you were... people? <laughs> well, this is what we're finding out about you. That's what we think. Who oh are my you? Gosh. Jello we're is a like, wonderful thing. I don't even like Jello unless it's in a Jello shot. Same, yeah. Okay, like because well. I don't even like the consistency, but I'm like, well, I guess it's like a gummy bear that you shoot, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right, well, on to the news because I have some crazy. I don't. I just want you guys' take on this because I heard and is like confirmed this is actually happening, but. So a couple years ago, we went to the go for gold, like Goresbridge sale in Ireland and we went, it was great. They do this like whole auction. They, you see the horses for the couple days and they have the night auction. That's like a big party basically. So I kind of assumed because of COVID and all these different restrictions, all these auctions have gone online and there's been a bunch like, um, I know, Hendrix sales have done it. Um, there's a bunch of different sales that have done them online and done very well. But I was very surprised that Goresbridge, and I'm not judging, I just kind of want everybody's honest opinion, for their upcoming Go for Gold select event horse sale that they do every year has been rescheduled and it is supposed to go on like normal December 7th and 8th. And they like, so rescheduled. People are going in person. They're, They're like going in there? person. Yep. And I wow. mean, it's the thing is, is there's always been like call in orders and everything. So you don't have to go in person, but people, I don't know if they're flying in from the States or wherever, but I know that they're flying and you know, that they're holding it and everybody's allowed to go that it was a big party basically. And that the latest government restrictions made them reschedule it to new dates. So I find that really awkward that like now they're going to do it for real. That's interesting. I mean, they must feel like they've got the market for it. You know, people still want to buy, huh? Well, and I just, there were all these different, because of COVID, all these different online things were very successful and they did a really good job and you see all the videos and for the, the Goresbridge one, a lot of them are unbroke horses. There are some that you'd ride and do all that. And I guess they felt the need that you really needed to have it in person because they rescheduled it to basically say, look, Ireland's opening up. 
we're allowing everybody to come in. So it'll be interesting. So stay tuned because in the next couple of weeks, they're supposedly having an online in-person auction that's kind of like, you know, they're doing bids that you can call in, but they've always had that. So you like have people call in and bid on the horses that night, but people I guess are going in person. So we'll have to stay tuned because with all the other events going online and doing everything else, I was very surprised to see this going as normal or as normal as possible. Right. I mean, speaking of online, that's what, the other thing, right? Yeah. So Ellie, what do you got? Yeah, so the organizers of Olympia, the London International Horse Show, have taken, I guess, a different approach. They've moved um, Olympia to Olympia Online. Um, So they obviously canceled the live event this year, um, but they're bringing the shops, the competition, and, you know, all of the fun that usually comes along with Olympia um, to the internet. So they're going to host and they're going to do, like, different things, like, uh, stream from uh, past shows and um, they're doing this cool thing with the presence wall uh, next month where they're gonna like build the blocks I guess kind of on Instagram with like chances to win fun prizes and stuff like that but it'll all be online so I think that's like I think it'll be fun because that way everybody is able to partake and even people who wouldn't be able to you know like I would never be able to go to London so to be able to do it online is exciting and they're going to have lots of shopping, which is not a good thing because (laughs) I will spend too much money on things I probably don't need. Wow. I mean, that's, that show is definitely on my bucket list. It's supposed to be beautiful and such like a Christmas time event, like so cheery. I've always heard it's just such a fun place. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, and there's and there's just fun stuff too. I mean, there's like you know, there's going to be footage from like the classic moments, like they did camel racing, and oh my gosh. <laughs> like fancy dress competitions, riding, driving, and then Nick Skelton's world record for the high jump and stuff like that. So it it'll be fun, and all the dates are posted, and we'll post them in the in the show notes so you guys can be a part of the uh, online fun. Very cool. So Justine, what do you have? So I have some really, um, you know, like hot drama news. Um, I'm sure, you know, this will, this is the big news of the week, but the FEI's general assembly was earlier this month, right? You know, it's the time where everyone, you know, all the officials of FEI, they meet, they look at all the rules. You know, this is the time of year that a lot of organizations are addressing their rules and members get to vote. Well, uh, the FEI has decided they are outlawing trimming of whiskers on all competition horses beginning next year. So, you know, I am a hunter. I grew up trimming my horse's whiskers. You had to. It was like taboo to have whiskers in the ring, right? Well, now if you're going to show up the FEI at an international horse show starting in July next year, any horses who have their sensory hairs removed, unless you can come up with a good veterinary backed reason, will be disqualified from FEI events. That is the craziest thing, one that I've ever heard. We heard this and Honestly, my first reaction was, is, is exactly like the hunters. Like what? That is the craziest thing. Like everyone shaves it. And we have a horse that does the hunter derbies and Mm -hmm. also competes in the FEI eventing. And so he's our stallion. So I'm like, and I think it's crazy for every one of them. I think it's crazy to have the Grand Prix horses. Like if you choose, I understand it's like outlawed in different countries and different reasons, but like. 
Our horses don't need the whiskers, in my personal opinion, to go fend out for the wild. They live in a stall a lot. Like, they're totally fine. They live in a small field. They're totally fine. They don't need whiskers for protection. And I get that that's a personal thing and everybody wants it, but it should be still, like, our choice if we want to do it or not. And to fact, and like, and what's going to be, some of them get too long, in my opinion. And they're kind of crazy because I come from the hunter background. I come from that. It's always trimmed. Like what's next? We can't have a bridal path. I understand like wanting the look of a, of a neatly turned out horse. I also understand, you know, why, why did we ever clip their whiskers in the first place? place. But now it's like, now I feel like for someone like you, especially if you've got horses that dabble in different arenas, that's going to be really tough. Because, I mean, so for us, I understand, like, okay, the Grand Prix horses, it's not judged. Who cares if their whiskers are done or not? It might, I might care, but it really doesn't matter. But in the hunters, it, it does matter. You know, the judge doesn't want to see the whiskers. They're used to the trimmed. And if everybody else in the class is trimmed, it's like going into a class unbraided. It's yeah, a little weird. bit weird. So I understand, like, especially the eye, you know, like the sensory, I don't want to call them whiskers, but not eyelashes, but you know how they have more. The top ones. Yeah. I've Mm -hmm. seen people trim those and that just seems outright. Like why, why would you ever trim those? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, but this is a pretty bold move by the FBI. I'm sure people are, I mean, but also in in Europe, when you think when we're, because this is high level sport, obviously this is international events. I feel like most Europeans don't trim already. When they I think don't. of like hot, it's right. It's more the U.S. It's definitely more the U.S. And I think it comes from the hunter jumper background. The dressage mm-hmm. horses, most of them here, do not trim. And right. like they're just from what I can picture. You know, like that's just like my opinion about like what I think about. So I think it's more from the hunter jumper world. Everybody trims and the ears and all that. So it's kind of that's my background. So it's why I kind of probably feel more towards it should not be trimmed. It should all be able to be trimmed and not left natural. This story mentions France, Germany, and Switzerland are among the nations where whisker or ear hair removal is banned by those countries. It's been banned. It's been banned. Right. Yeah. Right. So this must feel like not that big of a move for the FBI when you think about it from that perspective, but it is a big it's going to be a big change for Americans competing at the FEI level. 100%. Yes. My question is, are they able to like, are you able to trim them or is like any clipping? Like if you don't go down to the skin. So like my, like, cause I had a horse growing up in Appaloosa that like his eye hairs would get like eight inches long. So I would have to trim them because they were almost counterproductive. Like, cause he couldn't, bump into anything because it was laying flat against his face. You know what I mean? Well, and that's going to be the next thing is like what, you know, like what is the acceptable length? Exactly. (laughs) Right. So, you know, if you've trimmed them for a big hunter derby and then four or five months later, our stallion needs to go to an FEI class, like they're grown out enough. Like what is the acceptable length? Like who knows? And that's going to be the biggest thing. And we'll have to stay tuned to what, I think it's going to be different FEI stewards or what they do. It's going to be one more thing they have to, the poor stewards are going to have to deal with. I honestly feel bad for them. 
Right. And it does, you know, this article we'll share from the horse and hound, uh, brings up this very point, like how do you differentiate clipped at all versus clipped down to skin level? How is this going to be enforced? Um, yeah, you know, it's not, there's a, a lot of those details still need to be worked out, but, um, this is a big deal and we'll see it what it looks like deal. next year. Personally, I feel like I wish it was lower levels because I'm really lazy. So the anything that I can right. do to to <laughs> not have to get my horse prepped for a show, especially since yeah, you're like, like this is cross, amazing. I'm like, oh, this, this is, is greatest great. news ever. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you can be hairy. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, guys. So I have a product that I'm reviewing this week that I want to tell you all about. It's um, Smart Pack. It's one of their bridles from their Harwick line. I, are you guys familiar with Harwick? I know I've um, I've reviewed at least one of their bridles on the podcast before. I think it was their figure eight bridle, which I still use, honestly. I still use that figure eight bridle all the time. But this week I'm interviewing or I'm reviewing their Easy Change Brow Brand Bridle, which is a dressage bridle. So what SmartPak did in all their genius is they created a dressage bridle that has easily removable brow bands. Um, they just snap in place so you don't have to take apart the whole head stall to put, you know, to change out a new blingy brow band. Like you can literally change it out while the bridle's still on the horse's head. And wow. they just have, yeah, stainless steel uh, snaps. Like it's literally just a little button snap that snap in place. Um, and the bridle comes with one, but, uh, smart pack sells a variety of colors. So if you're someone who likes to match your outfit of the day with your horse and you like to be really neatly turned out, this is the dressage bridle for you. Uh, again, the bridle comes with one brow band. The one I got is a, like a bright white crystal brow band and it's beautiful. And again, it's super easy to snap on, snap off. I love the idea of not having to take my bridle apart just because I'm lazy. So this, I, I'm like, this bridle is made for me, but it's also a great, um, entry bridle from the price point. Uh, smart pack is selling it for one sixty nine ninety five. So maybe if you're new to dabbling to dr in dressage or you're like me, you're like a late in life dressage convert. So like adding bling is exciting, but still new to you. This is a great first bridle to try. Uh, the leather is quite nice in the Harwick line of bridles. Um, it, the bridle comes with, you can get it with a flash or no flash. And it comes with uh, super grip dressage reins. So, yeah, it's been great. I find I find Smartwick's bridles true to size. You know, my horse has a big giant head and, you know, the horse size fits him. I don't need an oversize. And it's just, it's really a flattering bridle. I want to know when they're going to start making these for jumper bridles as well i feel okay. like it's the trend now you know like buying pieces and kind of creating your own bridle it's sort mm -hmm. of like this trend i've been seeing like especially as a hunter like you can buy a you know i have like two different nose bands for my hunter bridle now like i have a wide nose band and then you know the um the one that came with my bridle so and there are companies that make custom tack now that you know you could just buy it piece by piece and i've seen the removable brow bands like this from other companies where they're magnetic or they snap in place like this one so so i don't know you might see it soon ellie all right um i'm holding my breath <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to check out this bridle again which is the harwick easy change brow band bridle from smart pack you can find it by going to smart pack equine.com 
So this year we are doing kind of our segment on our favorite different companies that it doesn't matter between horse care, personal stuff, just favorite things that we're doing. Doug and I were talking about just like making sure, you know, like sharing it with all of our followers on Instagram and stuff and Facebook. But we wanted to talk to you guys about what your favorite things were, because we kind of wanted to share with everybody like a preview of what it is through the holidays. So it's not just going to be like Black Friday and all that. We're going to do it throughout the holiday season to kind of just share the love of what we love. So I wanted to talk to you guys about what you love different product wise. So Justine, I wanted to kind of pick your brain because you love your horses, your dogs or everything. What is your favorite one company for kind of leather products for them? Ooh, uh, definitely Pup and Pony Co. comes to mind. So we've obviously reviewed their products on the show before. And Jess, you have them too, right? You have some I was going to say, I totally, with the halters, and I didn't think of them for both the horse and dogs, but we have the collars, the leashes. They kind of make something for everything. Those are great kind of gifts. Yeah, so both my dogs have a Pup and Pony Co. collar. Uh, Tiki has the really pretty polo-styled one. Um it's like the light blue shade that I think looks really nice on her fawn coloring. Yeah. And then Josie and my dog, my little dog and Mikey have a matching halter and collar combo. So they, they look so cute in like the more traditional leather look. Um, ours have the yeah, traditional just- with the little accent of the tiny bit of red. So ours match the horses have hal- like the halters with a little bit of padded red. And that's what our dogs have as well. So they're kind of that subtle look, but the, you know, like it can go on anything type thing. Definitely. And so Pup and Capone Co. is running a sale um, Mm. for the holidays starting November 26th and running through December 5th. And customers will get 25% off when you spend $100 or more. And all you got to do is go to their website. There's no coupon code you need to remember. You just go to pupandponyco.com and you will see the discount already applied and that's a great deal um, that's you know, do- huge i know so definitely check them out all their products are cute they're uh really well made uh the company is owned by two women who i love i love to support small businesses so if that's important to you it's one reason to support pup and pony co so if you guys want any pictures or ideas of how justine and i have used the pup and pony go halters or collars let us know in our Facebook group and we'd be happy to share the pictures. So we have two new companies in our heels down holiday gift guide this year, which we put out every year. And one of the first companies that I'm actually really interested in, and I can't wait to try their products. It's called velocity, uh, velocity animal sciences, and they sell a wide variety of products aimed at keeping your horse healthy from muscle performance and recovery to um, aiding and supporting the tendons and ligaments and joints uh, to bringing down inflammation and even senior horses. Um, I think what they're known for is their gel, their velocity gel, which is uh, people use it to help increase muscle performance and endurance and also recovery. Um, It penetrates deep into the muscle, unlike other liniment type products, which sits on the surface of the skin uh, I know people really love these products, and now that they're part of our gift guide, they're giving Heels Down fans a uh, discount. So if you use the coupon code Heels Down Ten, 
heels down all spelled out and then the number is one zero you'll get 10 percent off on any new order and so you can check out velocity's products by going to equinevelocity.com the other new company is xl supplements they sell a variety of horse supplements and they're also offering uh heels down customers a discount uh this holiday season by using the coupon code XL Gift, that's E X C E L Gift G I F T fifteen one five, you'll get fifteen percent off uh, when you buy an order online at their website xlsupplements.com. They are known for their supplements that contain um, oils, and they're all plant-based supplements. They're FEI safe, non-GMO. They're very. Pa- they're a company that's very passionate about sustainability, which is something that is important to me and how I spend my money. And they're vet approved. They sell a wide variety of products uh, meant to keep your horse healthy and feeling his best and eating in recovery. And you can check those all out on their website by going to excelsupplements.com. So Ellie, I know you, there are two other brands in our holiday gift guide this year that you saw first on our trunk shows, right? Can you tell me more about them? Yeah. So I really like, and I definitely have bought some Christmas presents from them already. Uh, so I hope that my mom's not listening to this. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> uh, so the first is rusty Brown jewelry. You guys might remember they were part of our trunk show. Um, and they're farrier forged and made in the USA. Um, and they're beautiful, like all sorts of kinds of jewelry, but they have like just a wide selection of uh, horseshoe necklaces that I really like a lot. Um, they're you know, beautiful. Got, I know. And they've got like sliding plates and like different kinds of shoes, all different kinds of bar shoes and they have horseshoe nails. So I just, I really like them. I think they're, they're gorgeous, but they're also, you know, really accurate. I like <laughs> as, you know, a horse person, right. We like to have things that are, uh, anatomically correct <laughs> for our horseshoes. So they're not, one hanging upside down that really bothers me um <laughs> so they're also doing a little bit of a discount for us if you use the coupon code heels down all one word at checkout you can get 15 percent off and you get a two ounce luxury lotion with your purchase while supplies last and they're actually just so beautiful you guys should check them out at rustybrownjewelry.com the second one was also at our trunk show, or one of them, Equine and Design. Do you guys remember they have like the cool show shirts? And I actually have, um, I bought some of their Stall Rest 2020 <laughs> shirts. Oh, uh, yes. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is accurate. You know, and I think I think they're so cool because they, you know, I could wear them out and they would still like, you know, they're, they're nice shirts that people who aren't equestrians would understand, but people who are equestrians would be like, Oh, that's really funny. Um, so I really like them a lot and they're doing a coupon holiday 2020 for 20% off your total purchase. Uh, and that's up until December 15th. Um, and they've got great show shirts too. If you're looking for, um, a new show shirt for the next show season or anything like that. So they're definitely fun to check out and they're, equineanddesign.com. Love it. So Justine, what about horse products? Like what are you looking at for the holidays? 
if you really want to splurge on your horse and know that you're buying him something that's going to help him feel better, I really can't recommend Draper Therapies enough. We reviewed their perfect polos um, on the show a while ago now, but Draper is known uh, for their textile engineering in that they have created a type of therapeutic fabric. Um, it's called Cellulant. Um, it actually helps horses recover. It helps create um, or support blood circulation. So it, it's sort of part of that, uh, you know, this sort of new trend in that how we we use these type of minerals and fabric to help horses recover, especially their muscles. I love those polos. I ride in them literally almost every ride at home. My horse is the type who gets stocked up easily, especially in his hind legs, and he he strikes behind. So I, I he wears those polos like almost every ride, just on his hind legs, and they make such a difference. And uh, Draper makes uh, all kinds of lines of products, not just for horses, but for dogs and for people too. Like they have these beautiful weighted blankets that I want for myself. But, but um, I also want to get Mikey his own uh, Draper therapy, um, like a cooler or, you know, some type of show sheet that he can wear at shows overnight that'll help him uh, keep his muscles circulated when he's stuck in a stall. They make saddle pads too. I mean, I just, I can't, say enough good things about their products. I know that they work because I have the, the polar wraps at home now and I see the difference they make in my horse. So if you've been looking to kind of, to splurge on something nice, that's going to last a long time and really be useful in the barn Draper is it. So they are also giving our listeners a deal. You can take 20% off any full price product and get free shipping with the coupon code heels down 20 that's heels down spelled out two zero. Uh, and you can do that by going to Draper Therapies, Draper is spelled D-R-A-P-E-R therapies.com. And this code is valid through uh, December 31st. And then I got one more goodie before I'm going to pass it on to Jess. Uh, Smart Pack is also giving our uh, listeners 15% off and a free gift with the coupon code BF2020, like BF for Black Friday 2020. And that is, go to smartpackequine.com. If you're looking for 15% off that brow band uh, exchange bridle I talked about earlier in the show, here's your chance. Um, but obviously, we know that we love Smart Pack and they sell literally anything you could ever think of that your horse would need. So check it out. So Jess, I know we talk about Flair a lot on this show because we're big fans and I hear they've got a deal for us too. I am obviously a huge fan of Flair. We use them all the time. I talk about it on almost every podcast, so I don't think I need to revamp about what exactly Flair does. But this holiday season, Flair is offering a deferred holiday delivery. So you order now and have a personalized greeting card included with your order that will ship the December 2nd through 9th. So get on that deal because... Flair is one of my favorite companies, obviously. Yeah, that's great. And our last one is Dreamer and Schemers. Um, I love Dreamer and Schemers. I don't know if you got what you guys use for your uh, your socks that you wear under your boots, but like I literally can't use anybody else. If you've ever gotten uh, Eagle Gold sells some riding socks sometimes. Uh, we sold um, some Dreamers and Schemers socks for our Barn Hero Coffee. Um, they're really the best. They're, they come in amazing styles. They're super fun. Like a friend of mine has taco socks that are from dreamers and schemers and I love them. And my favorite That's pair, super cool. 
I know. I've got a I got a pair of cocktail socks actually. It's all just a bunch of cocktail drinks. They're my um they're my show socks. I they're my lucky show socks. I wear them at every horse show and they're from Dreamers and Schemers. So if um this is like a great stocking stuffer type gift for barn friends, for your trainer, um, because you'll just always, you know, everyone needs barn socks. So Dreamers and Schemers is having a holiday sale. It's going on now through November 29th. You can go to their website, which is Dreamers at just the letter N schemers.com. You don't even need a coupon. Uh, you'll get all of the special discounts when you go to their website. They're also going to have a Cyber Monday sale. Um, they also sell Main Jane belts, which are beautiful. If you've never seen those, those are some of my favorite belts, especially for the show season. So you can check out all their deals, which will be on uh, Instagram daily, both for Main Jane and Dreamers and Schemers. They're doing it every day at noon Pacific time. And whatever deal of the day they put on their Instagram is only going to be valid for three hours a day. So you do not want to miss it. Um, so go to dreamersandschemers.com to get all the details. But this is just a sampling of some of our favorite brands. We've got a lot, but these, I mean, these deals are pretty good. Like I wouldn't, these this are is bad pretty, for me because yeah, I'm going to buy all what the I was stuff. Say. These are incredible. <laughs> like I know, you know, we're talking about all this stuff we're buying on Instagram, but I feel like I'm going to have to add more to my list. You need a mean Jane belt, Jess. I feel like that's that, me. That well, kind of sells exactly, me for you. Right. I was like, this is problem. This is a problem. Every time I keep hearing it, like I've been dying to try out the day, the Draper therapy like stuff. I'm like, well, 20% off. You got me. This is the time. So I'm like, yep. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, you guys will have to check in because I will keep you posted throughout the holidays of what we're buying. You guys, please keep us posted. So I don't know if you follow us on Instagram and stuff. Cause that's where I'll be posting it. But Justine, please let me know what you're buying because, well, maybe don't let me know what you're buying actually. Cause then I'll probably buy it as well. <laughs> okay. That's probably <laughs> the good. best idea is I'm going to be like, don't tell me, but I will let you guys know. So please follow along on our holiday, like gifting and purchasing excursion, because we'd love to know what you guys are buying as well. And you can get all these deals. Don't feel like you have to write them down as you're listening. Yeah. We have we have a link with all of them um, on our website. And then also it'll be uh, in the brief, the Hillstown brief on Friday. So probably by the time you've listened to this episode, you've already got it in your email. All the codes, all the links are there. So check your email for the Hillstown brief. All right, guys. We're sort of at the end of November, but I feel like we can't not talk about No Stirrup November. I have really been slacking this year, but I was going to ask you guys who are hopefully more motivated than me. Do you have like one, are you participating? And two, what are your favorite no stirrup exercises that you use maybe all year round or any ride? Like what, what are your favorite no stirrup exercises? You're going to hate. Well, you might not hate me actually, because I'm right there with you. Like there's a lot of stuff going on and I know everybody does it. And I have totally slacked out on no stirrup November. Like it's just been not happening this time. So <laughs> yeah, I hate three to of say us, so like, we're really, <laughs> we're really <laughs> slacking. Let's so just blame it on just, 2020. You yeah. Know? You know, it's just one of those years. So I feel like we should talk about maybe these 
we'll just go into December and we're going to do it more of December for no stirrup November. So let's talk about a couple of different exercises. If we talk about it and we put it in the universe, maybe we'll do it type thing. I think that maybe is a better idea because I think we all need to get our booties in gear. If at least I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Yeah. We'll hold each other accountable. How about that? that that's what I'm kind of thinking. So I don't know. I mean, I'm really, we do a lot of like footwork exercises this time of year and it's not necessarily like no stirrup. Cause sometimes it's on some younger horses that you probably don't want to do no stirrups on cause they might not be so good. So I don't know. We do no stirrups, like make sure we're working on our balance and create, you know, the balance within the horse. And we do a lot of like back when we used to do it is like picking up the stirrups and then dropping them, picking up and dropping them. So Ellie, what do you kind of have for exercises in general with the no stirrup November? Well, so I personally am a fan of no saddle November. Uh, Oh, partially because I'm lazy. So when it's cold, (laughs) I don't want to tack up. So I just ride without a saddle. So I guess that counts as no stirrups uh, if you're riding bareback, right? Um, So definitely bareback would be one of my favorite exercises. Um, I'm definitely not as strong as as I used to be now that I have to like do adult things like, you know, work during the week. Um, (laughs) But so that's a favorite of mine Uh, in terms of like teaching. um, My students hate me because I make them uh, go at least twice around the arena in their jumping position without, uh, their stirrups at the walk before we start the lesson. (laughs) So that's not a fun one, but it pays off. So if you really want to get your legs burning, that's a good one to try. Ooh. Okay. That sounds hard. Yeah, but Jess, I like yours too, because I'm like, I'm the worst. So my trainer, like we drop the syrups and the trainer's like, all right, keep cantering and pick them up. Like I used yeah. to be so good at that when I was younger. And I don't know what happened. Maybe I'm just lazy, I guess. <laughs> it's not like, working so well. <laughs> I used to be able to do it in like a stride. And now it takes me like five or six and I'm awkwardly searching for my stirrups. You know, I hate that. Ugh. So I just need to do that. Justine, is there a exercise that, or an exercise that you really don't like for no stirrups i guess that's i guess that's the better question is what we really hate doing because that's probably the best one to talk about right (laughs) yeah well that one's up there right now the other one i've been doing is um like i'll do it over like a line of ground poles to try to like maintain you know maintain the rhythm and like ride for a stride down a line without stirrups because then I try to ask for a lead change. Like I make him go straight and keep the lead down like a five stride line with two ground poles. And then after we, you know, after we finish the line, swap the lead and and then canter on because, uh, flying changes are a little new to my horse. So he, he does them every time I ask, but he's very, uh, grumpy about it, you know? And then sometimes if I, if I'm not perfect in the way I ask, he, um, we'll drag behind two strides, you know, and the, like, it'll just be a lazy, ugly lead change. And usually, you know, as a hunter, I'm like up out of the saddle, but I, I'm also doing a lot more dressage these days. So I'm trying to get like a true lead change out of him. So I've been riding it without stirrups and doing that line and then asking for the lead change. And I feel like I am better 
about asking for the lead change when I have no stirrups because I'm focused on my seat and my leg and I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not for yeah. like, trying to get, get ahead of him, get ahead of the action where I want to lean forward or lean in on, and on the inside shoulder. Like it makes me sit tall and be very direct in my aids. Um, and I'm getting much cleaner lead changes. I'm not gonna lie, but it took a yeah, while. It was been... really ugly for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still have days where it's really ugly. Like, <laughs> so... <laughs> like, Oh, that wasn't pretty. Yeah. I'm trying to make them prettier and, and like sharper, you know, for like a dressage test, you know, like if he's got oh, a, yeah. like, they've got to be like sharp, you know, yeah. you can't just be 100%. lazy anymore. Yeah. So it's me being sharp and force and then enforcing him to be sharp, but it's made a difference because he's got to focus on the poles, right. And like maintaining that rhythm. And then it, it makes me stay in place. That's my biggest thing is like getting ahead of the movement. It was hard for, for my body to think about. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. All right, everybody. I'm really excited to introduce Kathy Sopke, who is a listener from Wellington, Florida. Hey, Kathy, how are you? Hey, guys, I'm good. How are y'all? Hey. Wonderful. Thank you for joining us. Oh, yeah. Any excuse to drink, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So what are you drinking, by the way? Oh, I just made it quick. It was just an already open bottle of red wine. So gotcha. just quick and dirty. So, hey, you are, you're a show jumper, right? I aspire to be. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yep. But you I have, have a, a horse that we pretend. Yeah, you have a beautiful pink mare. Tell us about your mare. Uh, her name is Juno. I've had her three years. She's 10 going on probably about seven. I think respectively now, uh, we try to do the low adults at around a meter. Sometimes we do it well, sometimes we don't, but, uh, you know, it just, it's a hobby, not an occupation. And yeah, it's what I do when I'm not working as a lawyer and taking care of a toddler. So I do have a question. Were you, were you already in Wellington or did you, did you get to well, like go to Wellington for horse stuff or, well, I ended up in Wellington as kind of like a, it was kind of serendipitous. Like I was, had to go there for work and I was like, oh no, don't make me. So I was kind of where I could find a job right out of law school. And, um, I didn't, once I got here, I was like, I'm not leaving. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. That's awesome. So last question before Rose and Thorne, we were talking a lot about the holidays on this episode. Do you have any good holiday traditions? Um, we've got a fun one that we do kind of throughout the year. And we usually, when we travel, instead of like picking up a knickknack that you're like never going to look at again, or, you know, a shot glass, that's just going to fall out of the cabinet one day, we always get like a Christmas ornament, you know, that usually like is indicative of where we've been. So it's like, either the Eiffel Tower or, you know, like something from Venice or whatever. So then when we go to decorate the tree, we can all be like, oh yeah, I remember when we went to Paris in that year or whatever, you know? So it's fun. Cause then you can like kind of shop for them too when you're on vacation and, you know, I mean, they inevitably break. So then you just, you know, end up getting a few replacements throughout the year, but it's not that we would have gotten one for 2020 cause no one's traveling. So <laughs> <laughs> very true. You could just hang a mask on the tree. I think that would pretty much sum it up. 
So, Ellie, time for Rose and Thorn. You want to go first? <sighs> I can go. So, I've got I've got so many thorns <laughs> this week. Oh, no. Um my my animals have been on a bit of a self-destruct mode uh which I don't know what has initiated this, but I blame it on 2020. Um, I mean, I told you guys about my cat who I thought was somehow pregnant, even though she was spayed. And then I had to pay all this money to find out that she was actually um, full of poop and fat. Um, So that happened. But um, this week, uh, my dog, Bilbo, who is like a, a scruffy pit bull, he and my other dog, love when the mailman comes and by love I mean lose their minds and like jump up on the windows and kind of go crazy so somehow when that shenanigans happened uh Bilbo cut his foot so I don't know if his sister bit him in the foot or if she kind of stepped on him and scratched him with her nail or what but so there's lots of blood and my brain is just kind of like okay well I'm just gonna like you know, break it down. <laughs> what can I do? I got to clean it. Blah, blah, blah. So I bring him into the vet clinic where I work and he does not like the vet ever since he got neutered. Uh, he has an unsavory opinion of the vet, which I can understand, I guess. So we took him in and they were like, yeah, it's really not a big deal. Um, it's already scabbed. So I'm like, well, okay, well, I'm glad I brought him here for nothing. <laughs> but so I had to put him in a kennel because I had to work. Um, so I put him in the kennel and he peed like all over the place in there and was like screaming and losing his noodle. So I called Matt who was thankfully not working. And I said, come pick up the dog and give him a bath because he's losing his mind. Long story short, uh, I come back home and I'm like, why is he limping on the wrong foot, Matt? And Matt's like, is that the wrong foot? And I'm like, why is he limping on the wrong foot? And I go to inspect his foot and it's like, midnight maybe and his like pinky toe which luckily is not a weight-bearing toe uh like the nail um i'm assuming he got it like stuck on the kennel in the vet when he was like trying to dig his way out uh of a metal cage (laughs) must have gotten stuck or something so he like ripped the nail back so it then it was bleeding and i said matt that's not the foot that was bleeding when i left (laughs) but so i had to bring him back to the vet today uh, now he's on antibiotics and all this different stuff. Oh and he also gosh. just had a bout of, he just had a bout of pancreatitis because, <sighs> because Matt and I both like to give a lot of table scraps to our dogs, which is bad. Don't feed your dogs fatty things. <laughs> um, but we like to make them little burgers when we make cheeseburgers anyway. Um, so we have to stop doing that. So All in all, I think since I started working at the vet clinic, I have given them more money than I have made since I've been there. Um, So that would be my thorn is that my job has somehow uh, turned into my pets thinking it's okay to self-destruct. And I don't get my employee discount until I've been there for 90 days. So if they could just hold off for a little while longer. uh, Oh, my gosh. uh, That would be great. That being said, my rose would probably be that I was actually able to ride my horse today and he was really good. And I needed that because it's been a week and, 
I was also drinking while I was writing, which probably is not a good idea, but it was, it was a good time. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're surviving, Ellie. It'll get better right? from here. Poor okay. Ellie. Every, everyone's still alive. So, you know, hold on to that. Man, I, I swear. Bilbo. And of course, it's Matt's dog, right? So Matt's like, you have to make sure Bilbo is okay. I'm like, oh my god, then you take him <laughs> to the vet and you pay the vet bill. Like, <laughs> oh my but, gosh. And he's just, he's milking it too. He's like, you give me cookies because I have two bum legs. I'm like, I hate you. Don't look at me. And he's like, I have to lay in bed because I cannot move. And he's peed on my floor twice. Twice. This dog. Uh, yeah. Oh my He's gosh. like, I have two bum legs. Can't go outside. And I'm just like, that's not how it works. <laughs> oh. Anyway, somebody else make me feel better about myself. <laughs> Kathy, what about you? Oh, well, I mean, I guess, does it matter which way I go first? If it's Rose or Thorn? Nope. nope. Okay. Nope. Well, I guess I'll go Rose then. You know, start up. Um, so for about like two and a half months, almost three months, I couldn't ride because I had like some health issues that kept me out of the saddle. So this last week was the first time I was back in the saddle. I was super excited because now I get to hopefully start riding and I've jumped on like once or twice. And today in the mail, I just got, um, an air vest I ordered. So now when I start riding again, I can do so as safely as possible in my super nifty new hits air vest. It's one of my favorite. I'm so, Oh, I have to interrupt. The hit air is by far our favorite. So I'm so excited for you. You, I can't wait for you to get back riding. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I actually, so I, at some point in one of the other episodes, you had mentioned, um, was it Ride Equisafe? Yeah. So I, so I contacted them because I was having a problem finding an air vest that would fit me and that I'd be able to wear in South Florida that wasn't going to like make me like die of heat exhaustion. So it was a process, but now it's finally here. <laughs> so I'm definitely looking forward to it. Although I am very nervous about like dismounting and having it go off because I forget to unplug it. But I don't know. You have any tips for that? If, if, and when that happens, it will definitely happen. It's going to happen. And it's <laughs> totally not a big deal because your horses kind of get used. I mean, they're not terribly used to it, but they get used to it type thing. And it's one of those things on some of the smaller horses, you get really like actually lucky because you don't, when you dismount, you're still close enough to the ground that it's not deploys, but every like, you know, couple months we'll hear people and like, they'll, they jump off their horse and then it explodes and you're like, boosh. And you're like, well, that kind of sucks. So <laughs> no, it's totally not a big deal. Everybody does it, but they are, like you said, in the middle of Florida or wherever, they're so lightweight. I have a client that wears it Every day she rides attack the horses, does everything. And it's so lightweight. It's so comfortable. She's like, this is amazing. And it just gives her that security she needed. And no, I'm so glad you found it and glad that we could put you in the right direction type thing. Yeah, it definitely worked out. But like, I am not going to be one of those people who can dismount and have it not go off because my horse is 16-1 and I have like super short legs. So like, it's going to be like, <laughs> woof. 
And then my other fear is that the horse is going to go taking off because she's not exactly like the most uh, stoic. She'll she'll be gone. So I don't know if I just deploy it next to her one day just to be like, all right, let's bite the bullet. Or if I like just nah, you just wait, you just wait and then pray for the best. (laughs) You wait and you somehow uh, record it. That would <laughs> <I feel> like, <laughs> do it do it and jump off and have somebody just magically there with a video camera for Ellie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hopefully it's I'll something try. you do once and then you train yourself. Like you'll, you know, you'll know from then on. So. I mean, base case scenarios that I'm already protected though, because the th- you know, it inflates and then hopefully, you know, nothing else, nothing bad's gonna happen because I'm already protected, right? <laughs> nah, there yeah, you go. you're totally fine. Yeah. So, uh, that's, so I'm super excited. I just got it in the mail yesterday. So hopefully, or so tomorrow's the day Yeah. if it goes off, then I'm going to be ordering more canisters sooner rather that's than okay. later. <laughs> that's totally okay. Um, so, but my thorn, so that's a super big rose, but my thorn is that my horse has developed some champagne taste and in the bit department. And like, we started off in like a regular snaffle and then we moved to like a broken, like, you know, a Dr. Bristol. And now girlfriend has decided that she needs a rubber hack a bit. And it's like, they just, these don't just jump by like five or $10. Like they're like, now this is like a hundred to $400 bit. And I'm like, is there really that much of a difference between, you know, a hundred dollar bit and like a $350 bit? And I'm like, why can't you just go in a regular like snaffle? It's Christmas time. Like, I don't need to be spending money on you having super fancy bits. So that sucks. But I will tell you that I feel like there is a difference. That's why it's $350. (laughs) (laughs) Which sucks, but yeah. (laughs) And I see my training. I'm adjusting. I hate it. I'm like, oh. But then once you ride in the 350, yeah, you won't go back to the other one. It's like the nice (laughs) pair of shoes and everything. And you're like, I know. Oh, I know. But yes, it is a painful, painful jump. Uh, And I'm like, every day I'm like, can you just go in a full cheek snaffle? I'll leave, suffer it out till you go in a full cheek snaffle. And then I'm like, no, they need something else. And she's, I mean, she doesn't like rubber bits. She doesn't like metal bits, right? So then it's got to be like rubber or something covered. And the hack of it that I have her in now that I just got, it's like the price point for those ones, which I don't know if people don't know what a hack of it is because I didn't know. It's a hackamore with a bit. And so hackamores are already expensive. And there's like a happy mouth one that I have that's okay, but I'm not a crazy fan of hack, happy bit or happy mouth bits because I heard they can like break and stuff and break in a horse's mouth and that's not safe. But like it just jumps from like hundred dollars to like three hundred and fifty plus shipping from Europe because apparently they're either in Europe or Canada, not here. So Ugh. I'm like, girlfriend, you better not self destruct on top of having this expensive bit, bit habit. So <laughs> yeah, not allowed. No, but that makes me feel better that if. I do make the jump that hopefully it'll be a noticeable difference and I won't be like, well, now I have to go sell this $350 bit used. Hey, that's a good profit margin for a lot of those. Facebook marketplace is, uh, true. is a magical place. Sometimes I sell things for more than I bought them for. Does that make me a bad person? <laughs> no, no, it's capitalism. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Jess, what do you got? So I am super excited that we have been trying to sell my parents' farm in Aiken, which everybody thinks is like a bad thing, but it's a lovely, lovely farm that we are so excited to have been at for the last couple of years. Like I've been there for almost 10 years off and on through the seasons, but it's one that like, it's only, it's only nine stalls, but it's a beautiful facility, beautiful house, all of the above, but it's just not big enough for Doug and I. So they've been trying to sell it and they found the house they really want to be at in town, blah, blah, blah. So I'm excited that their house, the farm finally sold in Aiken, which is great news. It's going to a lovely family. It's going to close in a couple weeks. So fingers crossed all that happens because that's definitely my rose. I've been wanting the, everybody's wanting this to happen for a long time. But my thorn is, obviously we're moving to North Carolina. We've been in the process of getting everything up there. But now we have to be like out, out at a certain time, which is fine because we always go to a different barn January 1st. But now like it's middle of December. So we're like crunch time. So we have like, we're pretty good packers and movers and stuff. But now we are on like, we got a go phase. So that is my thorn. We have been throwing things away and deep cleaning and doing all the above, which is great. But in the process of it, you're like, man, this kind of sucks. Like you get to deep clean, get rid of everything, but you're like, you got to do it to do it. So that's definitely my thorn at the same time. Wow. So good and bad, but, and then probably more good than bad. So Justine, what do you have? Uh, so, you know, this year has been a disaster, but, uh, my brother just got married this past weekend and, it was, you know, the silver lining of this year. I have one brother. I love him to death. It was, you know, there was a lot of ups and downs with his wedding planning. I can't even imagine for him and his fiance to try to like figure out how to get married this year, but they figured it out. Um, they're now married and I'm very happy for them. And it was great to be there and watch that. So that is my rose. And my thorn is that, man, I just, I haven't rented it at all this month. Like my horses just had like three weeks off and I just literally today sent in entries for one more event before the end of the year. We're going to Majestic Oaks, Just You guys have probably been there, right? No, Kala? We have not been in there. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful I've heard place. amazing things about it. So yeah. I want to see so, some pictures of you and Mikey competing there. I know. So it's kind of like a big horse trial for us. And I'm like, well, it's big. That's awesome. Mikey, you know, I got like two weeks to get it together of, after him having like a month off. So we'll see how it goes. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So, um, so my thorn is that I just haven't ridden. I feel like it, I got to get it back in the groove quickly here to get one last horse show in before the end of the year. So that's my thorn. But yeah, setting a goal because that way now you've got like motivation. You know, it's I feel like 2020 has been in the year of lack of motivation. So this is true. Yeah, it'll give me something to focus on for these next couple of weeks at least. So, but hey, Kathy, thank you for joining us. It's been so fun to chat with you. Yeah, guys, it's nice to have like you know a barn community since you know I'm pretty much. Uh, one of the few, no, only there's only like two or three other adult Amies in my barn. And so I never get to talk to them. <laughs> so. Well, well, you've always got us. We're always. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> thanks for coming on. Yeah. yeah thanks, thanks for Kathy. having me.
All right, guys. So we got a question from Laurel from the Facebook group. She wants to know what on earth do you do with your old pinstripe hunt coats these days? So Laurel says um, she feels like you can't really donate these because they're not really in style anymore. And the fabric has changed so much in terms of how, you know, how technical the fabric is for coats that, you know, who wants these? They're kind of a little too outdated. Uh, so she's wondering, like, it's just sitting in her closet. What should she do with this old hunt coat? Do you have any suggestions? So we were just going through all of our closets. I just talked about us having to move and going through all of this. We kind of had the same thing. And a couple of ours, yes, they're like that older material and stuff. A couple of them we decided to keep and like we'll use at like smaller shows or whatever. Cause I have like a cool one that like is this material is a lighter material, but it's not the new material. But most of them we decided why not, you know, I'm not going to use them. I'm not going to want them. So the pinstriped one that I found, that's kind of like that material, but it's still nice. It's not wool. It's not thick. We do have a couple of wools and thick ones, but we decided why not just take them to the consignment shop and maybe we're not going to get a lot of money for them, but there's a couple different consignment shops here in Aiken. We just thought, look, maybe somebody else needed them for local shows or, you know, just to kind of use out. I mean, that's kind of like now the fashion. So we thought, Hey, look, let's use them. Maybe they're used in theater. Maybe they're using this. Let's not ask a lot of money, but maybe somebody else can get use out of them. So that's kind of what we've done with a lot of our older shad bellies, our jackets, all of that. That was our idea was to kind of pass it along. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that would be my suggestion. I've, I've given a lot of my old stuff away to like younger riders. Like, you know, like some of my stuff is so old from when I was in high school or college that I've, you know, it's still in decent shape. And, you know, I paid a lot of money for this stuff back in the day that I've just given them to, to kids that want a horse show. And I, you know, I know they're going to go on the schooling circuit and I, I just give it away, but there are cool consignment shops now. I don't know if any of you have ever shopped at the tried equestrian. It's an online consignment shop, but it reminds me of like Plato's closet. I don't know if you ever did that when you were in like high school or college where they will take your, your, you know, gently used riding clothes and resell it for you, but like buy it from you to resell. So that might be a way to get rid of some of the stuff. No, I've never heard of that. So that's great. Like, will you post that in the notes and everything? Cause I've never heard yeah. of that. Yeah. They've got I a think, ton of stuff. Well, that's what it was is I was like, look, it's not that I'm not going to make money off it, but if I just kind of like, don't, you know, it's a way to donate it and say, here, look, make an offer on it, you know, just to get it gone type thing. Right. Somebody will find value in it. Like I have an old pinstripe gray hunt coat that I love that I used to show in all of high school and it still fits me. So for the nostalgia factor, I just can't get rid of it. And I might we're showing it once or twice, you know, just for that nostalgia factor. But I feel like, you know, if you have hunt coats that are still in good shape, you people, other people will still find value in them, even if you donate them or, or sell them on Facebook or something like that. I mean, I'm just late to this party because I didn't really know pinstripe was out of style. <laughs> so, uh, I've still got quite a few pinstripe hunt coats. I have actually worn a few of them to work before, like with a sweater underneath them if I ran out of business clothes. Oh. But I mean, I, I'm one of those people... I always keep an old show jacket because I never know what's going to happen at the show. 
<laughs> might be uh, needing another jacket. So if you want to send us a question, um, feel free to email us at hello at heelsdownmedia.com and we'll answer it on the air and you'll get to know that apparently I'm uh, not with the times like these two young kids. Um, <laughs> so if you want to hear more from us, subscribe to the Heels Down Brief at bit.ly slash hdbrief or join us at our Facebook group, Heels Down Happy Hour Podcast Lounge. Just again, we want to give a shout out to everybody who's donated to us on Patreon. Uh, we really appreciate everybody who contributes each month and helps continue this show. If you are interested in helping us, please feel free to go to www.patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash heels down. Many thanks to our partners this week, Eagle Gold and Smart Pack. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.